quite want me like I do you I see your reservations and I'll raise you quite a few It's Maryville's laughter till our gets broken, dear I suppose I'll go, just let me make it clear as crystal This will pass Yes, this will fade it after my neuron An awkward day This will leech my love away I'll be a bitch, but this bit aches Why won't you say you miss me? You, my dear, are quite the mystery and idea Stolen flowers on your front porch I waited hours wilted While I waited for your presence Nothing more It's merriment to laughter Till a heart gets broken, dear I suppose I'll go Just let me make it clear As crystal this will pass Yes, this will fade A daft reminder of an awkward day this will leech my love away I'll be a bitch but this bit aches Why won't you say you miss me? You, my dear, are quite the mystery and idea And idea I had to to click on a tick. You had to click on a tick. Yes, I'm sorry. How did the tick feel about that? Well, the tick seemed, by its very nature and function, to be consenting. So <laughs> uh, I assume it was okay, but it disappeared before I could make any inquiries. Oh, that's fucking hilarious! That's gold right there. We can finish now. <laughs> Uh, uh, was that good for you? I don't know. It was a bit short. Well, let's keep going then. <laughs> we'll call that foreplay and just get on with the business of doing what I haven't done for a long time, making an anchor podcast. Hello, people. We're back. And we're friends again. We've been friends for a while now, haven't we? We have. 
I mean, we were friends all along. We just had a break because life got a bit crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I shut people out when I get overwhelmed and overwrought and I know that happens to me pretty often. So no guarantees it won't happen again. Well, I think... Um, if by your life's proportion you get uh, language warning, um, kicked in the cunt enough times, it's sort of like you end up becoming a bit twitchy around people. Speaking of kicked in the cunt, now what do you think about restraints in hospitals? Well, when I think about the experience that you just had and that we talked about on, oh, I can't remember which station, um, when I think about them putting you into restraints like that, I feel very upset, like I want to cry because it the the you were treated that you were treated worse than I think an animal yeah um so six security guards that grabbed you like because you wanted to leave because you've been waiting for three hours involuntarily at the hospital and like you're just like I just want to go and they were like no we're gonna assert our power and you you sassed them and so they wanted to show you yes and one of them was having a hell of a time at it he was having fun you could see it in his face when they pulled my legs apart and pulled my arms apart all of them um he got he actually, sadistic pleasure from it. Yeah, and he was right up above my face, like breathing into my face. That's so fucking gross. And, like, he was struggling because I'm strong. When I want to not be assaulted, yeah. I'm pretty strong. Yeah, yeah. He fought for your but life. What gives, what gives them the right to assault me? Was it the <sighs> fact that I had been sectioned and who was I sectioned by? At the end, really, you're not going to like this, but what gives them the right is the patriarchy. And maybe you will like that. I don't know. But it, there is a I'm sense. I'm pretty, pretty dark on the patriarchy there is, right now. There is like a sense of entitlement that these men had. There were security guards that wasn't their job um, to restrain you like that because you were in those restraints for nine hours. So it wasn't just yeah. like something, you know, like that they dis, you know, disabled you temporarily, whatever. Um, I mean, all you wanted to do was leave, you know, yeah. like for fuck's sake, like that was just, yeah. But, but it's men feeling entitled to assert themselves on women's bodies that gave those men the sense of and and just and did the world and the world not giving a fuck. Did I tell you there was a woman there overseeing the whole process? Well, women fuck women over too, and that's the real, really horrible mm-hmm. part. Is that you yeah. know because we we as women we internalize the patriarchy, yeah. you know, and we do it to ourselves. We do it to each other. Um, yeah. that's the, that's the, that's the really heart, that's the real heartbreaking part. Um, yeah. is that, you know, we can't even trust ourselves like, <laughs> uh, and then, then, you know, you're in a position you'd think another woman would, would help you out. But there's like that shit. Who's someone famous who, uh, like was a pedophile and he had a, uh, a woman who was his like enabler, co-conspirator, 
and mm-hmm. she's just managed to fuck off to somewhere or maybe they caught her. I don't know. But can you imagine being like grooming little girls for some creepy dude? Oh, God, no. no. Like, like that's like that's. If I was the hospital administrator and that's all she introduced herself as, no name, just hospital mm-hmm. administrator. Um. Sorry, back to your thing. I was just thinking about bad yeah. evil women, evil women. Yeah. When we, um, if women go bad, it's I guess maybe we expect ourselves to be more than that. But it just seems like why would we? You know, you'd think you'd empathise in a situation, but instead you do something like you just contribute to the badness. And what what the fuck is up with that? Yeah, well, as I was saying, when she came and introduced herself as the hospital administrator, because I said, and who the fuck are you? Because she tells me to go get back in the bed. And I'm like, and who the fuck are you? I'm leaving. And she goes, hospital administrator, like this. And I already wanted to punch her, and that's not me. I don't really go around punching people. I want to punch people, but I don't. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But my question is, if you're taking in an ambulance, on a stretcher, to a hospital for medical examinations and you don't want those medical examinations, do they have a right to give them to you? Yeah. I mean, they have, like, responsibility, you know, like if you leave and then you hurt yourself, then they're kind of like that. But they've taken that to a level that has dehumanized you to treat you worse than you would treat that, that, you know, people would expect an animal to be treated in a professional environment. Like there's no way that you wouldn't, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that. You wouldn't, you'd never hear, if you heard about a vet who did that to a dog or any animal, like you would just be like, fuck that place it would be you know such a scandal but and yet we do you know we do this to people it's really fucked up seven times i count them seven times they were asked to come and remove the restraints from me like make them looser because they were too tight and the nurses came and put their fingers in and couldn't get their fingers in and said they're way too tight you have to loosen them and they didn't want to. They did it reticently and one guy had to come back three times for the same wrist. This, is this the security guards? Were the security guards still, like, being overseeing you? Yeah. Fuck. The, security guards overseeing a patient? That's insanity. For nine hours? Man. When the doctors finally did come that night, um, I said to them, Ah. Okay, and I'm back. You back? All right. Yeah. Good. Yeah, um, it was it was dead. I couldn't hear anything. Yeah, cuz um I 
my sister called me because she's bringing my medication. That's um, funny because I got two messages at the same time and I thought it was my messages. <laughs> yeah. No, it was mine. Um, but there's a song at the top of this episode that I just put in. It's actually playing in the background for me right now. You know that anchor glitch that it has where it plays the thing you were last playing? Oh. Yeah, well, it's playing it for me right now. Actually, so. no, I have, I have no idea. I can't concentrate because I'm listening to myself singing. Um, oh, well. Sorry for the dings, everybody. Like, it's really, it's really awkward listening to podcasts, like radio people doing, you know, like, like doing the telly stuff, you know, doing the remote stuff. And somebody's got their notifications on and they don't like, it'll go the whole interview and they won't turn them off. And at no point will anyone say like, can you turn your, can you turn your notifications off? Yeah. Just keep hearing the, yeah, it's funny. So mum's jacket that got ruined. Um, yeah. I put it on this morning, right? And when I put it on this morning, all that trauma that had stayed out of my body and gone into the jacket instead of going into me went back into me and I felt it and I cried. You were there while I yeah. cried. Yeah. And I think this is going to take me a fuckload of time to get over. I don't think I have time to get over it in this lifetime. How long has it been so far since it happened? I don't know. I haven't been counting. Mm. Maybe a week? I think about a week, yeah. Well, Bernadette's about to give me my medication back, so I think it's been about a week, yeah. That's um, your sis, your sister, who they after taking you out of the restraints. So after nine hours, finally the team that was supposed to see you that um, actually made it to you, and then not, uh, pretty soon after that, I think they released you into the care of your your sister. Yeah, they did. They said I didn't need to be sectioned and that I could go. Because so, it was actually the ambulance that sectioned you and. There's we have there are a lot of question marks over this. They like, are really now like I yeah. thought that you had to be sectioned by two doctors, one who agreed with the other that you need to be sectioned. Obviously, those powers have moved out of and onto the street because twice now I've been sectioned without warning, sectioned without. Um, For those who don't know what that means, could you would you explain it to people, what being sectioned means? Being sectioned means you have no human rights. You're admitted, you're admitted to hospital. Um, you're admitted to hospital involuntarily. Involuntarily, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's not a fun way to go to hospital. It's not a fun way to stay in hospital being sectioned because you generally have to go to a um, tribunal to be let out. You don't get let out just because you want to get let out. Mm. Um, And so here I was lying in restraints all day. They gave me some sleepy juice, so I had that and I went to sleep for a little while. Mm. But when I woke up, the restraints were still on. 
And the doctors still hadn't come. And then it took them an extra half an hour to come after I woke up. But my arthritic body is paying for it right now. Yeah. Um, everywhere Tr- there's pain. Trudy, for those of you who don't know, Trudy has a lot of physical issues. That's part of our, our bond is we both have we both got unfucked up itis. Yeah. We do. Mm. We have our own itises. <laughs> And they cross over. Yeah, there are intersections and in our irises. That's a cool lyric right there. There's an intersection in our irises. (laughs) That's cool. I'm going to write that tomorrow. Um, Intersecting irises. But I don't understand who sectioned me. And if it was the police, I wasn't resisting when I was here, was I? No. No. All I said was simply that I don't need to go to hospital and I don't want to go to hospital. When you were and very I only calm, said it once. All you said, you said on the phone to me, you didn't, you weren't resisting anything. If, if anything, it was me saying, "Do you mind if I speak on your behalf and see if I can just, yeah?" Which was futile, but I, I just, I had to try to ask somebody if they could just not do this because it was, I knew it was. Not going to be good for you. I didn't realize quite how horrific it was going to be, but um, I knew you would not, um, that you would not benefit from the experience. And that your health, it would, and that it would not be supportive of your health, let's say. (laughs) To put it, to put it mildly. Um, Yeah. So I knew that in advance, but not how, how bad. I think that people need to understand that anyone can be sectioned. It's not just the mentally ill. Mm. Like you can have other kinds of illnesses and be told you just have to go to hospital whether you like it or not. No, what I mean is they can, if it's the police who have the power to section you, then the police can just not like the look of you and say, I'm going to take you to hospital on a section. And then you'll be trapped mm. in hospital for however many hours. Mm. But it's you a don't, real we, issue. But we it's don't, not a but we don't. But we don't know. We don't know yet whether or not it was the police or the ambulance. Is that is that what's going on? You if don't it was know the who... ambulance, it's even scarier. Yeah. I didn't resist the ambos at all. I was nice as pie to them. And I, when I, when I asked, I asked very politely. I was, I was like, you know, wasn't like I had a very, ple- like a very pleasant, a very um, neutral, you know, like pr- professional, I guess, conversation with that. <coughs> I'm not even sure who that woman was, like she, a social worker or something. No, ambulance. Ah, oh, she was the ambulance. Okay. And, um, yeah, and that was, you know, and she said no, you know, as soon as she said they have to do it, like I did, I, you know, I had no more argument, maybe, I don't know, oh, God, I just so, I don't know if anything could have been done, but it just breaks my heart, hmm. you know, just like being there at that moment before and then finding out later what transpired I'm shocked and appalled that we can live in a country that is so affluent and yet 
we can treat vulnerable people this way, that what kind of a civilized society behaves that way? You know, if, if everything's, I think Australians get painted as like being, you know, kind of like, like a bit of like a cool country, like not as bad as the U S and stuff like that. But we've got our own dark shit here. We really do. There's a lot that's just not, and it's not spoken about because it's so stigmatized. So yeah, it's, it's bullshit, Trudy. It's really bullshit that this, that is a human rights violation. I think so. I think it is. Um, I'm really not happy about it. And I think more attention needs to be given to this issue because as stuff starts to hit the fan with COVID, we're seeing the police taking far-reaching powers in every country. I mean, that's definitely at least, I mean, it's being scrutinised. Who the fuck knows if anything's going to get done about it? But, yeah, police have unchecked powers and there's a whole history of, you know, the origins of police forces, which is that they're designed this way. They've been designed this way from the beginning. It's just getting a lot more attention now because people are recording it on their phones. So it's like they, you know. This is the one thing while they were putting me in restraints, I was trying to call Ken to get some mental health support around the trauma that was just about to happen to me, that was happening to me. Mm -hmm. They put me in the restraints and I tried to call Ken while I was in the restraints, which was difficult, Mm -hmm. but I managed to connect the call and then they took my phone. They said, you're a mental health patient. You're not allowed to have a phone. Which, once again, security guard, not their call. Mm. When you're in emergency, you're allowed to have your phone. Like, that's fucked. Yeah. Um, I didn't like it very much. And just, it's that unchecked power. I think security guards have got a thing too. And like, look at the, you know, and, and they're not also, they're not, they're even less trained, these people. Like, look at the fucking... What happened in Melbourne, speaking of security guards, what a bunch of fucking morons. The security guards that I don't, maybe you don't know about this, but the huge breakout that's happening in Melbourne at the moment is because of security guards in hotels where people had COVID weren't practicing social distancing themselves. And so now they've got a huge community spread. So fuck security guards, fuck security guards in the fuck face. It's just like I think that they, I mean, I feel sorry for them in a way because that looks like the most boring job ever, just standing there. Like, but it's like, I don't know, there's something, like you said, that guy that was taking pleasure in it, that's just, there's something wrong in our society that that's just out there. Yeah. We're in a sick world, Trudy. We are. We are. I don't know how to get out of. I'm sorry you've had to pay the price, you know? Like, I'm. I always do. And it's like, I I feel like poor me at the moment. I am in a bit of a poor me state. We can have a pity party. We're in the pit. Hey, I just realized pity party in the pit. 
Oh, and we've got a specially decorated pit for our viewers. Yes. Tell the viewers what we have. Today, darling listeners, in the pit we have plush purple velveteen conversation pit circular and we have a fire pit in the middle of our pit because our fake fur is somehow fire retardant and we have an elevator, a glass elevator that takes you up from the bottom of the pit to the top, um, uh, soon to be installing retinal scans um, instead <laughs> of hand scans because, you know, COVID. And, uh, yeah, so we've got a pretty sweet setup in the pit because, you know, you need all the comfort you can get when you're in the pit because you're in the pit because it's the pit. But, uh, you know, we just. Oh, you went away. Sorry, I just I just had a phone call come in, yeah, which is really weird that it came through because I put on Do Not Disturb. But anyway, um, uh, what was I saying? So if you're going to spend time in the pit, then. This is the pit to be you, in. You, well, yeah, this is, the, this is the pit to be in. Uh, it's just you want to make it comfortable. I pride myself on being like a comfort-seeking missile and, and a, a woman capable of creating creature comforts for herself so um and they that it doesn't need to be too indulgent or over the top it just needs to be you know all right i gotta go my sister's here all right i gotta go i've gotta go too (laughs) (laughs) hey i'm sorry that was so shit dull yeah thanks all right bye listeners bye wankers Bye, wankers. Let's fly.
Thanks, man.